Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, would you please welcome your hosts for the next episode of the City Sausage Podcast. It's Mike, Squeaky McLean, and Nige, Wingman Lucas. Cheers, Ernie. Yes. Nice one, Ernie. We are back. Nigel and I have had our own winter break, so we are back now with a bang. Fresh. We, we always like to have our break before the players have their break. Right, this is what's coming up in today's podcast. I'm going to be chatting to Big Lou about the game against Spurs for some interesting facts and some top gossip, but don't quote him on it. We're going to be catching up with Mr X, our insider at United. We'll be chatting to Nigel's favourite all-time City player, Brian Kidd. Also, Ian Brightwell is going to be on telling us about his time at Man City. And for you, Nigel, it's Jesus Gabriel. Your favourite player? Jesus Gabriel. He's going to be on City Sausage. On the City Sausage podcast. Amazing. But first, Nige, we've had an email. Press the button. No, 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 that one. Okay. Oh, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> right, this one. No, not that one. It's oh, the other one down. Sake. That one there. That's it, that's the one. Oh. Dear Mike and Nige, I just wanted to say that both my wife and I are big fans of the City Sausage podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was nice to hear that. And we both listen to it while we're at work. To be honest, the wife loves the sausage. Oh, nice. Recently, we've had a few family problems, so we've both decided to leave the country and become financially independent. Oh. As you can imagine, it's not gone down well with me nan. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, wouldn't like to be in that family. Mm. So before we leave this country, is there any chance that you and Nige could sort us out two tickets for the next City home game? Yours, Mr and Mrs Sussex. Nah. Email us contact at citysausage.com. So we are back, and a massive thank you to everybody that's uh, sent us messages asking when the next podcast is. <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, both of you, thank you so much. <laughs> Some people thought we'd gone away again, but we're no, not. We're, we're back. We're back. It's been a nice break. How was Panto, Mike? Uh, it was good. It was Ipswich. It was good. I was with uh, Adam Garcia. Right. Uh, it was in Coyote Ugly. Okay. Uh, and a young actress who was in like Matilda in the West End who won an Olivier Award. And right. I had to direct these people. Oh, and... and uh, More importantly, that last from Shed... Uh, not Shed 7. <laughs> Shed, not Shed it was 7. Hannah from S Club, S Club 7. 7. Yeah, she was lovely as well. She, Bit uh, of a difference between Shed 7 yeah, and S Club 7. It, it was good, and I, I didn't want to tell her that I loved S Club 7. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big fan. And, um, and unfortunately, some sad news, uh, people that's listening. We lost a big City fan uh, in December. Mel Manny passed away. Um... So we're one City fan show. Very sorry to hear about that news as well, Mike. Yeah, but you know what? He's up there listening. Watching down on the Blue Boys. He is, he is. But we've had some good results over Christmas. Yeah, team are doing all right. I mean, we're, we're back at Wembley. Oh, I'm getting bored. I never <laughs> thought I'd say this, but I'm getting bored of going Shut now. up. No, I am. I'm getting Shut bored up. of going now. One of the things that's really important that's happened in the beginning of the year is the return of Laporte and Zane back training with the boys. It's a massive thing. And, and we all know, especially if you're, people are listening to this, how important he, he has been for City. And I do think, I genuinely think that if there's one mistake Pep made, and I don't know what for whatever reason, but he should have replaced Vinny. And I yeah. think things could have been different. And I also think... Um, 
we're just missing Vinny as a leader as well. We've been so unlucky with Laporte being out because it's easy now to think, oh, we should have replaced Vinny. But just, you know, losing Vinny and losing Laporte as well was just irreplaceable. And as good as Fernandinho's done, let's just first of all say it's amazing news that he signed a new contract for City. Yeah. And Fernandinho is going to give us another year uh, playing for City because he is, without doubt, one of the unsung heroes, really, yeah, compared totally. to some of the big no, stars totally, that we've totally, had. Yeah. He is such an amazing player for City and having him back there for another year is great news and it's also great news for Bezik because that's where he lives he's got a flat there <laughs> and that's great news for people of Bezik that get to see him for another year <laughs> I also want to say Ad uh, Garcia how good is he as a centre half not just with the ball but off the ball as well he's really impressed me strikers right when they're young you know you know how good they're going to yeah, be yeah. I know they get better but yeah. you know what they get but for a defender to have that much composure at such a young age because defenders do yeah, they yeah. just grow into the position they mature and about 26, 27 exactly and he's that good at the minute he's going to be dangerously good like just incredibly good yeah. in a few years he's massive so we've got let's be honest we're not going to win that league this year you're telling me it's over <laughs> I don't know how to break it to your knowledge but I think it is yeah I don't, do you know what we're not going to win that but I'll settle for three cups I'll settle for Champions League Pop, Mickey Mouse Cup and the FA Cup yeah not too bad <laughs> It's that time on City Sausage that we get to say hello to our insider down at the Swamp at United. It is Mr X. Thank you, guys. It's Mr X here bringing you all the gossip from United. It's great to hear your voice. How are you, pal? Yes, it's not so bad. The wife's been in hospital, so so I've had to go and see her every day. She's getting on my nerves. But uh, yeah, yeah, things are good. Things are good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad she's on the mend. Let's get to football. Uh, yes, so nice. tell us what's going on down there. And first of all, Mister X, tell us about Ollie. Well, as you know, guys, they uh, they beat Tranmere six 0 So Ollie's got the wheels back on. He's got the lads playing. But the problem is, I don't know if you saw the pitch. Right. It's a, it, United playing better on a bad pitch. <laughs> what, this team? Yes, they do. And, and why is that? Because they're a Sunday league team. That's <laughs> right. an easy why night. Is that the standard they're at? That is the standard of that. And, and, and they, 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 it's the highest result they've had right. on a crap pitch. Right, OK. So what Ollie's doing now, two things. And, and this is, you've got to keep this to yourself now. OK, no, I won't tell anyone. He's going to look for new players at Hough End <laughs> right, on okay. a Sunday. Right. right. And the second thing he's doing, Nige, is asking people when the, when the game's over at Old Trafford, he's asking them to leave by walking across the pitch because he wants the pitch to be in the <laughs> same condition as it was in Tranmere. And if, it, if they can get the pitch in that crap condition, I think they're going to be fighting for possibly sixth or seventh spot. Right, okay. So what just make it like a like a Sunday league. Just pitch. a mud bath, like, you know, uh in, in fact what he's doing what he's doing, well, I think he's really clever about it actually. Yeah. He's uh he's just putting the exits at the corners of the pitch so people can if they're at one end they, they have to walk through the other end and if they you know what I mean? And right. then, and I played it so basically you just want people walking across the pitch. Really? And good then idea. and then and then what happens is uh, Bob, who's one of the groundmen, he just rolls it so it's still in a crap place. And hopefully, the next game, they'll be playing on that pitch to get another six goals. Clever, great, clever, yeah. clever. I mean, even Phil Jones scored against Tranmere. Well, he is a good player, Phil. He's an under, <laughs> underestimated player because <laughs> some people say, what about England and Phil Jones? And I go, 
What about England and Phil Jones? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. just, you know, he's, he's, and if football fails, he's always got that modelling contract to fall back on. Yes. So, you know. But listen, keep this under your hat. All this is inside information from Mr X. Okay, Mr X, thank you very, very much. No, thank you, Nigel. If I get any more info, I'll drop you a text. No, thank you very much, mate. Cheers. Okay, we'll give you a buzz soon. Yeah, all right. Well, have you getting paid for this? Or? No. Oh, bye. Right, it's... Uh, City versus Tottenham Hotspur. And so it's time to go to our big man. The man that graces the most popular McDonald's in the whole of the UK. <laughs> he's sat there now. He's got the facts. He's got the inside gossip. It's our Big Lou. How are you, Big Lou? Big Lou, how are you doing, pal? I'm all right, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm actually having a number two. Well, I've just had a number two. I've finished. I'm just, uh, I'm just sort of cleaning up, as it were. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Yeah. How, how was it for you? I tell you what, it was a triple flusher. <laughs> it was first flush, got rid of the bulk. Second one, got rid of the last of it. And then the third was a bit of a brush. And then you get rid of the bits. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're all clean now, are we? Spotless. Right. Spotless. <laughs> to go. Right. Did you use a wet wipe, Lou? Um, no, I don't. I use the shoes me hand, then wash my hands. Right. No, I don't. I use paper. Sorry, sorry. Disgusting. Horrible, sorry. that. Sorry Horrible. if you're eating people. I hope you are. Right, Lou, fire away. The floor is yours, my friend. Uh, well, head to heads, 160 altogether in all competition. Right. City coming out on top with 63 wins against Tottenham, 61 with 36 drawn. But yeah, this is the alternative game to the first home game of the season for City, yeah. um, which uh, was, as I recall, was 2-2. Yeah, VAR drama. VAR drama. So Sterling and Aguero scoring. And the king of the assists, getting two assists, KDB. De Bruyne, I've oh. got the two assists. Good, good to have him back, Big Lou, in it this year. What a player. What a player. I mean, there's nobody like him, is there? I mean, <laughs> any, o- like him. any other stats for us? Just got the, I've, got some, I've got some celebrity fans. I've oh. done some digging on the celebrity fans. Right, brilliant. Oh, right. Obviously, Alan Sugar. We all know he's a Spurs fan. Yeah. Here's one. Here's one for the Tory haters. Ian Duncan Smith. Uh, Tottenham fan. You wouldn't want him, would you? No. You'd probably say, listen, mate, here's a few quid. Go and support Arsenal. <laughs> and then the best one, listen to this, right? Do you remember Warren Mitchell? Warren Mitchell? Uh, he, play, he played Alf Garnet. Warren Mitchell's a Spurs fan. No way. Absolutely mental, that, isn't it? He, I thought he was an hammer. No, Alf Garnet, the character was. In fact, Alf Garnet, as a character, came up with one of the best ever quotes about football. And he said, football is working class ballet. Yeah, How true is that? How true is that? Perfection. Amazing. And then the only other bit I can give you now on this, because obviously, uh, don't quote me on this, mate, because right. you know so, someone might get upset about it. Oh, no, don't, don't quote you. Mrs. Thatcher was a Spurs fan, right? Oh, boo. And... You know those. You know when they when they let these they let these reports out thirty years, thirty five years after the event. I found one. I dug one out. Right again. Don't quote me because I don't know if the source is right. I don't know where you find these facts. I've got 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 contacts, mate. You know what I mean? Right. I I I found out that um, we should have we should have kicked off for the Falcons in nineteen eighty one and not nineteen eighty (sighs) two. But because Tottenham ran a good cup run with those two Argentinians, right? She delayed the invasion. So the Falcons' war should have started in 81, but because they were on such a run with Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Villa, she put a block on it, and we didn't invade until April 8, 1982. No way. How's that? That, so that, that, that could have had a knock-on onto our cup final, that. I know, yeah, shocking. Oh. So they'd have been there. If we declared war on the Falcons, or if we'd, on the Argies then, yeah. would have, it, it would have been quizzing. It wouldn't need a replay or anything. It would have been done on the day. Oh, 
Amazing oh, facts. Hey, listen, don't, don't quote you. Cheers, Big Lou. Thank you very much indeed. Nice one, mate. Top man. I'm looking I'm lo- looking forward to Big Lou and um, the stuff that he's going to turn up and find out about West Ham. Yeah, get get working on your West Ham facts, please, Big Lou. West, West Ham, Ham next, no mate. Problem. Leave it with me. You swat up on that good. and we'll speak to you do. speak to you soon. I'll make some calls. Take care, mate. See hey. you soon. Cheers, Lou. It's time to ring Brian Kid Night. Right, it's that time. I love this time. It's been a while. It's that almost, time. Almost <laughs> forgot the number. Yeah, right, how can you go. forget the number? I'll never forget it. I'm joking. Right, don't be stringing. It's definitely in it, isn't it? Hello. Hello. Uh, it's Mike and Nice from the City Sausage Podcast. I know it's been a while. Oh, hello. I thought you'd, thought you'd forgotten about us. No, 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 not at all. Uh, any chance we can speak to Brian, please? Brian? Yeah, Brian Kid. Hang on a sec. Brian? Brian? YouTube, you know I love YouTube. You love YouTube, don't you? Right. Have a listen. I found this clip. Anderson. Ward is there again. The ball laid back for Brightwell to hit it. Oh, what a great goal by Brightwell! A tremendous goal from the youngster who's only playing because Peter Reed is suspended. And now the City fans celebrate what a goal that was so good so good is that the buzzer hang on who's that hello who's that out night Mikey what Ian Brightwell no that's a mad coincidence we just had a clip of speak of the devil unbelievable Brighty come on up son get upstairs yeah up them stairs just first on the right pal don't go left I'm coming up I'm coming up I can't believe he's on no way man Ian oh, Brightwell, right, Ian Bright, Bright, well, Ian Bright, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the same, but it's good effort though. How are you, Bright? What's that smell? Oh my god, it absolutely yeah. reeks in here. Yeah, that's what, the, what, what that, is it? Shut the door, Nigel. It's his, Nigel's bedroom. <laughs> Sorry about that. Honestly, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Nigel, we've got guests. We've got guests. I told I'm you to keep the I need to clean my fish tank. <laughs> Bright. Was that Mike? Mikey's breath? <laughs> I always use my cleans, mate. My breath is fine. <laughs> I love it. Bright. Um, first of all, welcome. How are you, mate? I'm um, great, thanks. How are you too? Are you good? Lovely, mate. Lovely. Lovely. We're good. We're good. We're good. You know, we're good. Um, obviously, we're going to chat about you and your time at City because, uh, you know, if you say Ian Brightwell, 20 City player, you've played in every position at that club apart from, maybe I'm wrong, but goal. That's correct, yeah. Every outfield position I played, 
Amazing. Apart from obviously, apart from goalkeeper, yeah, I uh, I even played once up front, only the once. Did you play and, up front? Uh, I did, yeah. Um, and we played Coventry City. It was at Main Road. Remember uh, Brian Kilcline, Killer yes. Kilcline, yeah, yeah, Coventry, yeah, the big, yeah, yeah. looked like looked like a big Viking. Yeah, with a big pearl uh, perm dare or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I tell you what, he sorted me out, big style. Did I it? went up for I went up for a header, and as I came down, he just kneed me in my ribs, broke one of my ribs, and uh, that that was me for the game. Yeah, I didn't come off. Yeah, you know, I carried on, but after yeah, he, <laughs> I, I come off black and blue after playing against him, and I, I after playing against anyway, the Viking, so never, yeah, the Viking had me. Right, we'll make a note on that. We'll get him. We'll get, we'll sort. Oh, okay. we'll so, him. what was the reason you never played in goal? You shit. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We left that to big big Quinny. Quinny was a man for for goal. He was. Wasn't um, he? I don't know if you remember the game we played against Derby. Derby. I was Road. there, mate. We were there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. 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 And he Tony saved Coat and got. Yeah, that's right. Tony Coat and got sent off, and Quinny went in and saved the penalty. Amazing. Magnificent. Yeah, but to be fair, he used to after after training, you know, he'd have a. He'd have a you know bet and a gamble, Quinny. So he he liked his horses, but he'd bet on uh, like penalties. Did he? So he'd, he yeah, he'd always uh, after training he'd get one of the lads and said, "Come on, see if you can score past me." So he was always having the crack, just messing about, having a little you know a couple of quid here. You know, can you score past me? And then when it came to it, he went in and he saved it. Amazing, man, top man. You listen, you started off in nineteen eighty six in the FA Youth Cup. I mean, yeah. you had some quality there, Brighty. Did you well, look at them and think, I'm the only one here I've never heard of? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true that. We, I'm we, there was there was myself, um Lakey. David David White, Paul yeah, Lake, yeah. Andy Inchcliffe, wow. Steve Redmond, um Ian Scott. Um Scotty went on to play for the first team and then he went uh, played at Stoke. Um, he got injured at, at Stoke. Paul Molden, Molden. remember Paul yeah, Molden? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. You know he was he was a gold machine. He really was. And again, uh, Paul was unlucky with injuries. Um, but seven of us out of the the youth team uh, went on to play for the first team. And um, you know it was it, it was cracking. Jason Beckford, another another Beckford, uh, yeah, 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 young young Jason. His brother Darren was a year older than us. Didn't play in that youth team. Um, did you know at the time? The, did you know at the time, Brian, that you had like because everybody goes on about the class of '92, boring. But yeah. at the time, did you not think, "Wow, we've got"? A, I mean, you were phenomenal. Well, no, we didn't. But we'd kind of grown up from the age of eleven through various teams, and we'd signed schoolboy forms and mm-hmm. then apprentice. So we, we all all of us, we it sort of it, it was a proper. You know, you talk about teamwork. Proper we knew team. each other's. Yeah, we knew each other's game, and we were. Most of us Manchester lads. Stevie yeah. Redmond was from Liverpool. Um, Paul Mold, Paul Mold and Bolton, but we're pretty, you know, Manchester, Manchester area. Northwest, yeah. And yeah, and it, I, I don't know. I mean, at the time, Steve Redmond, he was first in the in the first team, but Steve always looked comfortable when he he played. He, he made the game look easy. And then, of course, like someone like Lakey, Lakey was different class. Um, Howard Kendall made him captain when he was twenty, twenty one. He did, yeah. Um, but people do forget that Steve Redmond was also captain the team at 19 and, and 20. Yeah, such a young um, age as well. Yeah, and then David White, Andy Inchcliffe, uh, myself and Blake McKinnon, we, we all played in the England under-21 team at the same time. You know, we played um, three or four games and we all played in the same time. So it was it, 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 great times, actually. But When did you get I, the call think... to move, move into the first... When did you get that call and who gave you that call to... 
you know, right, writer, you're playing for the first team. Mm. Yeah. Well, we won, we won the FA Youth Cup. We beat United in the final. Um, Sorry, did you say that, say that again, Aid. Say that again, Brighton. Say that again. Okay. Uh, we, we played United in the final and beat them in the, the Youth Cup. Yeah, and we beat Man United 3 1, I think. Yeah, it was definitely 3 1 against Man United. Did you remember who was in the United <laughs> team? Do you remember anybody? There was, was um, remember Gary Walsh, goalkeeper. Gary yes, Walsh played. Yeah. Um, and Russell Beardsmore. Yeah, uh, winger. Yeah, they, they, you know they had a good team. Um, we'd played Arsenal in the semi-final, and I thought Arsenal were the better team out of United and and Arsenal. They had Michael Thomas. Yeah, what player um, was? Uh, Paul Merson, yeah. um, Gus Caesar. They had a really good side. Yeah. Um, but we, yeah, but, but nothing so compared against, to the Blue Boys. Nah, the Blue Boys didn't, and we well we got. Um, Steve Redman was already playing for the in the first team at the end of that season anyway, and I remember going back to your question. Now we we um, Billy McNeil was manager. Billy McNeil manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy Frizzell. Um, but from I mean Oldham. a lot of cra- from from Oldham. Yeah, he was the assistant. But I've got to mention um, Tony Buck and Glyn Pardo and and Ken Barnes. You know, they from bringing us up through the youth team, they were different class. They were. What made them you know, different class, Brighty? What 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 did they do that set I, them apart from everybody else? I think it's just the uh, you know everything they instilled in you. You know the, the hard work, the, the team ethic, mm-hmm. um, and the, they they wanted you to be the best right. or the best that, that you could be. And I mean, we're going back more than thirty years now, and times are different, but. You know, they they would they, they'd shout at you, they'd bollock you. Right. Um, if it wasn't right, they'd tell you, and they'd mm-hmm. tell you in no uncertain terms. And some players could deal with it, other players couldn't. Right. But l- looking back on it, I, it, it was good. I mean, it, it never did me any harm. It never did. No, I any other, I've never heard any, any of the other lads complain about you know being bullied or you know it's because they said the right things at the right time and if it yeah. was a bollocking that's what you got you got you got both barrels do you think yeah. that's missing from today's game Brighton I do yeah because I don't think you can say anything to anyone what, not in society not mm. let alone football I oh we know that say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you can't without someone being offended yeah, yeah. Um, and football's no different but you know times have changed but um, but Tony and um, and and Glenn and uh, Ken Barnes, they'd say say it how it was, and I think that's how it should be. So yeah. they had a massive influence on my career and me as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was uh, Billy McNeil who was the first team manager at the time, and um, he, I remember he came up to me. Uh, we had we had a pre-season tour. We'd been to uh, Switzerland and Spain, and he came up to me the week before uh, the, the first game of the season, which was going to be Wimbledon at home at Main Road and he said listen you've done really well for me you know we've, you've won the, or you and the lads have won the FA Youth Cup at the end of last season you've done pre-season you've done really well for me I'm going to play you on Saturday he said not only that he said I'm going to play you for the next five games so don't worry about how you play just go and play go and enjoy it and wow. and that, and that's what he did and I thought Amazing. like looking back on it it was I thought I think like now I didn't realise at the time, but it was really good man management. Absolutely, it, if pretty... you're chucking a kid in, yeah, at, at, you know, I was eighteen years old, just eighteen, 
Um, and you're always worried that you're going to be out of the team. He said, you're going to be playing for the next five games, no matter how you play. And he did. Absolutely amazing thing to say to someone that. So, you know, if you make a mistake, that's not it. You'd you'd be panicking on the ball, wouldn't you? Every every, every second thinking, if I mess this up, I'm out. Did you stick to it, Brighton? Did you stick to it? He did. Well, I say he did. Uh, Billy left after about three games. He went to Aston Villa. Um, and God bless him, he 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 died um, last year, Billy. Um, but he was a he was a fantastic man and a fantastic manager. But he he did go off to Aston Villa and 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 then he went back up to Celtic, Glasgow Celtic. Mm-hmm. But I think in the mean, you know, after that, he always regrets leaving City at that time really? because he, yeah, uh, that's what he'd um, what he'd said, you know, because he had a, a good set of. You know the youth team lads had come through. We had a good young squad. Um, the only thing I think we, that was missing at that time, you know, you talk about the class of '92. Yeah, that they, they were fortunate in that they they had a lot of experience, like um, professionals around them, and yes. they, they 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 could they mixed them well. And United were relatively successful at that time, and they were able to slot in um, to, to slot in exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had some uh, great pros. Don't get me wrong. People like Neil McNabb, uh, Mark Lillis, uh, Eric Nixon, goalkeeper, uh, yeah. big characters as well. Really Incredible players, but not not quite to that level that they had there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's right. So it was um, it was unfortunate that that we as a youth team came came through, and the team probably wasn't quite good enough at that time to be able you know, for us to carry on and stay together for longer. As a, as a youth team, as a five or, or, or seven, actually, because I'm including Paul Molden and Ian Scott in that as well. Mm-hmm. Ian Scott. You know, do, do yeah. you know what? Let's let's fast forward a little bit now to just before you came. Amazing coincidence, but we we did play that clip of that goal against United, yeah. that absolute screamer. I know you've been asked this before, and I know we've listened to this story before, but talk us through it again. <laughs> can I swear? Of course yeah, you, you can. can. Do what you want. You're Ian Bright, but you do what you want. <laughs> now we uh, we we were at Old Old Trafford and uh, uh, Clayton Blackmore scored for them in the first half. That's right, yeah. Um, and I I look back on on the highlights now, and I actually should have scored in the first half as well. I was one on one with Jim Layton, and I shouldn't tell you this because you might have not have seen it, but I should have scored it. It went wide. Anyways, again, we didn't went want to on. bring we that up. On, on <laughs> no, well, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I remember uh, Lakey took a throw in on the uh, right hand side. Right. Um, uh, when uh, Mark Ward crossed it, it deflected and it came out to me on the edge of the box. So I hit it and, of course, it went in. Mm. Now, after the game, I got asked the question from. Uh, I can't remember who the commentator was. Whoever the commentator was, he he, he said, um, you know, what you know what happened. So I thought well, we should tell him exactly what happened because the the, the story behind it is um, that I, I I said that the ball came across, Lakey threw it into Mark Ward. Mark Ward crossed in it and I just wellied it. Mm, that's right. I yeah. wellied the ball. Yeah, that's right. The real story was the ball. <laughs> Came across, and you can imagine Old Trafford. It was a full house. There was yeah. fifty odd thousand there, uh, and all you hear when you're playing in front of a big crowd like that is just real. It's a it's a noise, yeah. you know, just a real noise. You kind of get used to it, and you you, you get on with things. Um, but as the book Mark Ward crossed it, it, deflected out to me, and all I heard 
was Stevie Redman's voice, who was our centre half, and Redo in his Scouse accent. I won't do the Scouse accent. Mm. He shouts, "Fucking twat it!" <laughs> 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 I can just hear Redman saying that now. It was his fucking twat it. <laughs> so, so that's what you did. Yeah, so I did. I swung my left foot at it, and it and it, and it went went in. So I couldn't obviously say that to the the Dang reporter it. after the game. I would have what loved it if you did. Well, he did. Yeah, because <laughs> you were only you were only playing. Is it true that because um, Peter Reid was suspended? Yeah, Reid was suspended, and uh, Howard Kendall was manager. Um, and I was sort of I played a lot of uh, at right back as well, mm. and I hadn't played the couple of games before, and uh, Reid got. He got suspended. Surprise, surprise! But he oh, got suspended. Yeah. And but we had a free weekend the week before. And Howard Kendall, he took us over to the Isle of Man for a. He used to call it team bonding, but you know he's a piss up. Of course he was. <laughs> yeah. And we played. Uh, we played the Isle of Man team on the on on the Saturday or whatever. And you know we beat him about. So I think it's about fifteen nil. Um, game. But again, yeah. <laughs> but Howard came up to me after that. Again, going back to man management. And he said, listen, you know, Reedy's been suspended for the weekend and we've got United. He said, I really like your attitude today. We've played, OK, it's Isle of Man team, but you've gone out there and I've really just liked your attitude, the, the way you've performed. He said, I'm playing you Saturday. And and he did. And um, I ended up uh, scoring and we, we drew the game 1-1, but we should have beaten that game. Yeah, you should have. But I just like the fact that, you know, like little things that you, again, you remember from things that managers say to you yeah and just gives you that little bit of confidence it isn't much you know it yeah. doesn't seem like much but it's a bit of confidence what is it like playing in a derby because you're a manchester lad you're playing were you yeah. a city fan brighty growing up was you was you yeah you was yeah i grew up i was uh, i was born at, my my first game was about 1974 so i was six right. six years old so it's like colin bell dasa hartford right, right. dave watson you know that that crew yeah, yeah, good, yeah. you know uh good you know, really good side. Yeah. Um, so I'd grew up as a, a City fan. Um, so to be able to play for the first team, it, it was a, it's a cliche, isn't it? No, but it's it true. was a, a dream come true. See, it's, it's, you know, it's amazing, even bringing it back to, to the modern day now football and some of the kids coming through now, that City fans, they've been City fans all their lives. You see them in the yeah. stands away from home uh, when, yeah. when they're not playing. It, it's just amazing, isn't it? And and, and, and you just hope yeah. that these they, they just get that break and, and they have a good career at City. It is, yeah, and it's a little bit, well, it's a lot different now at, uh, at City, but I really hope that some of these young lads get the opportunity to go in the first team and go, go and play at City, you know, especially the ones that are homegrown. Manchester lads, you know, Manchester boys. homegrown, yeah, and the boys that are coming, I mean, Foden's been, um, he's been doing really well, Anti. I mean, yeah. I think he's a fantastic player and he'll, he'll get his chance, you know, Do you and think he, he will? will, yeah, I think, I, I think, uh, you know, there's a there's a, a few players that are aging, like da- David Silva. Um, you know, hopefully, he'll, you know, he's been incredible anti as a player oh, and a servant for the club. And uh, hopefully, I don't know what he, he plans to do after his football career, but you know, I'd, it'd be great if he could be involved some way at City. But what a coach. time, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Just even if you add him in as a just to be there as a yeah. as a I don't know a figure, a figure just yeah. to. You know, just you don't have to be the main coach, does he? Just go and say, 
people just need to look at him and know what he's done. And I know as um, a, as a player when when I was growing up, um, I remember people like um, Clive Allen. Remember Clive Allen? Oh Clive. yeah, Clive. Yeah, what a player? Yeah, and like you just uh, okay, he didn't play that much for City, but you just look up to to players like that. And, and Peter Reid, he was another one. I was just about to say, what was Reedy like in? as a as a player <laughs> and b as yeah. a manager? Well, I, the two I people ask who were the best players that you played with, and for me, I always say two and purely because two different types of player. One was Georgie Kinkladze, yeah, because Georgie could yeah. do anything with the football. Mm-hmm. Um, and on his day, he could he could destroy any team and, and anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, and the other one would be Reedy, Peter Reid. Right. Now, Reedy, he never passed a ball more than 20 yards. He didn't, did he? But, no, and but when you're playing with him, I was playing right back, but every time I got the ball, Reedy was there. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then say their their winger at it. He just said, yeah, hold him up. Just hold him up. And next, so he'd hold him up. Next minute, Reedy'd come in and and take the ball and the man and take everything out. Mm-hmm. But when he came to City, he was thirty five years old. He's, he's he's come to City, so you know he's at the back end of his career. Yeah. But he had the ability to know where the ball was going to be because if the ball was at the far end of the pitch. He was all. He always seemed to be around the ball, and how he did it, I don't know, because he want. He was fit, but he want. He wanted a spring. Well, he want the fastest. He want a spring chicken, mm. and he just did everything so simple. And he just seemed to be, at, 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 wherever the ball was, he was there, and he'd always demand it off you. He'd, you know, he'd bollock you if you didn't give it him. He'd, you'd get a bollock really? from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And he was uh, an unbelievable motivator mm. as a was captain. It? He's one of those that you could say when he was a player, you could you could see him going into management. He was one of those types, and there isn't many of those. The other one, probably Gary Megson. You could tell uh, Gary Megson had gone to be a, um, a manager. Them two which in he midfield did. were phenomenal. That's it. And yeah. then th- those yeah. two coming to City again, probably at the latter age of their career. But for you to to play amongst them and learn from yeah. them, you never stop learning, and and you know that's amazing for your progression. Oh, it, it was, yeah. And they were big characters as well in the dressing room. He, um, and Howard Kendall probably really started that, getting big characters. And he brought in people like uh, Peter Reid, Adrian Heath, um, the, the ex-Everton lads, Wayne Clark, yeah. Alan Harper. Poynton. Uh, Neil Poynton. And they were, in the dressing room, they were brilliant. Were you they? Know, just out, every day he brought in Niall Quinn from Arsenal, um, uh, Tony Coton. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you've gone from um, City where we were, you know, a bunch of young lads with a few of the older pros to, hang on, there's some, you've got some... Big hitters. Well, in, 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 yeah, international class players yeah. playing for you. What was he like and as a manager, Bright? When he, when he, was there a big transition for him going from player to manager? There was, I think there was at first, but he, he dealt with it really well because at first, he, um, his nickname used to be uh, Freddie. After Freddie Flintstone, because he used to call him Freddie Flintstone <laughs> at Everton. So um, it travelled. Said right, travelled down the East Lanks. Yeah, <laughs> he said when he said when on the when we're on the pitch, he said call me what you want, call me Freddie, call me a cunt, call me call me anything. <laughs> he says, but as soon as we're off the pitch, gaffer, gaffer, box. Yeah, and that's and that's how we did it. And the transition was quite smooth actually, because like for me as a 
I mean, I'd got big, well, everyone had big respect for him, but he was that, that older pro anyway. Mm. So when he went to being a gaffer, it didn't really surprise anyone. Yeah. So it was just, it was just the fact of um, getting used to what to call him and at what time. Right. Um, thank yeah. you so much for coming on. And, and, and we always ask this to everybody that comes on as a guest. What's your favourite sausage? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> pork sausage. Oh, <laughs> put it down for a pork. Standard pork. Standard mini pork. Sausage. Right. What then mini ones? Hang on. What? Chipolata? Huh? Like a chipolata. For a yeah, chipolata. Right. Put in chipolata. Ian Brighter, party sausage in brackets, chipolata. Uh, Brighter, you know we love you. We, we, we always have a band yeah. when we used to work there and we'd always yeah. have a laugh with you too. So thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we'll hopefully yeah. get uh, Edgy when he's done. Um, yeah, tell Edgy to answer his phone when he gets five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah oh, tell Edgy to return the text, will you? <laughs> um, Legend, Brighter, right, thank Brighter. you so much. You know the way out. Cheers, lads. It's straight down at the bottom uh, and the code is... Is the code... Eight uh, seven four seven. Yeah, just you, don't yeah. worry. Just help yourself to just get out, Brighter. Yeah. All right, pal. Listen, thanks okay. a lot. Take care. Yes, lad, thanks for inviting me. Don't you forget won. to put your shoes back on. Put your shoes back on. <laughs> All right, pal. Did you get them from Shoe Express? See you, boy. Them from Shoe Express. See you, Brighter. <laughs> See you later, pal. <laughs> See you, lads. Well, it's nearly time to say goodbye to everybody that's listening. But before we do, we always have a current city player on. This guy has been scoring goals for fun recently. Uh, it's only. Jesus Gabriel. Welcome to City Sausage. Uh, when did you decide to come to City, Jesus? So when I decide come to 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 City, I know. Oh, Nigel, look at the time. Oh, not again, Mike. Nigel, no, uh, Nigel, uh, Jesus. So sorry, but we've just literally. I thought we'd sort our timings out in the I, break. I thought it, I thought we had, but we've got it wrong, mate. We've got it. Listen, we'll get him on again. We'll get him on again, Nigel. I'm sorry, sorry, Jesus. Sorry, sorry. So, uh, listen. Thank you for listening to the City Sausage Podcast. We are back, uh, and on the next City Sausage Podcast, we have got. The city legend that is Ian Bishop. So yeah. make sure you listen to that. Massive thanks to all the people who've been on the show today. Yeah, thank you very much to Mr. Big Lou. Uh, Brian Kidd. Mr. X. Of course, and Jesus Gabriel. And Ian Brightwell. Oh, legend. Uh, we'll see you very soon. Say goodbye, Nigel. Goodbye, Nigel. and Sausages, sponsored the city. Bernard Sausages, the sponsors of the City Sausage podcast. Sorry. Bernard Sausages sponsors. It's Bernard Sausages, the sponsors of the City Sausage podcast. City Sausage Bernard podcast. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Manchester City Football Club would like to put on record that it has nothing to do with these two idiots and are in no way associated with the City Sausage podcast. City Sausage podcast. Follow us at City Sausage on Twitter and Insta.